Let's jump into today's message, okay? Today, we're going to be speaking about a key ingredient to having a redo in our relationships. Okay, so last week, uh, you may remember, we started a brand new series called Redo. Okay, and if you missed it, what we did was we talked about how to overcome those labels that bind you. Okay, all those titles that seem to be connected to our names that maybe are true, maybe they're not true. But we talked about how no matter what we've done, okay, no matter what's happened, no matter what other people have said about us, that God can give us a new name, He can give us a new purpose and a new future. And actually, we can grow into a new label in 2022. And if you missed it, I'd really encourage you to go back and check it out online. Okay, so that was last week. That's how we started. And that was a great message, really. You need to go back and check it out. But next week, we're going to talk about how we can overcome our own past mistakes. You know, so many of us, we fail in one way or another. Maybe we, we sinned or maybe something wasn't a sin. It was just a colossal mess up, okay? Whatever it is, maybe we recognize God's grace in our lives, but we're not so good on giving ourselves a lot of grace. Man, I am the worst at this. I really think next week I'm going to be preaching to myself, okay? But that's next Sunday. And, and next Sunday for that service, we're going to be back inside for our worship at Brookstone, okay? But that's next week. So today, what are we going to talk about today? What I want to talk about today is how do we have a redo in our relationships and how do we forgive those who have hurt us? Okay, this is so important because forgiveness is so central to the Christian faith and us being able to forgive is central to living out our faith. And the truth is, we need to talk about forgiveness a lot because we get hurt a lot. For example... How many of you would say that you've been hurt by somebody else? Chances are, if you're above the age of three, everybody online should be raising their hands saying, absolutely, I've been hurt by somebody else. And you know what's interesting? Is that it doesn't even have to be a, a big thing either. Like what I would characterize as a big sin. It, it could be something simple, just like a miscommunication or a misunderstanding. And when that happens, our spiritual enemy, man, he'll get in there and he'll use that misunderstanding to drive a deep wedge between two people and really affect that relationship for years and years and years to come. Maybe that's happened to you. That's happened to me. You know, you finally get a chance to talk to someone after being upset for so long and you're like, man, you mean you didn't say that? Or that's not what you meant? Or man, I thought you were being a jerk. Turns out you were just trying to help me, right? I think we can all think of those moments and how easy it is to get hurt in life. But then, on the flip side, there are those other times in life where someone does something and it can be very devastating. It could be an outright betrayal where someone just does something that is very, very, very cruel. In fact, if I were a betting man, I would bet, I would bet you anything, a meal at nukes, that there are a lot of you that have had some pretty significant pain in your heart. Someone's wounded you. Somebody has lied to you. Somebody has taken advantage of you. And maybe even just hearing this topic being brought up is causing you to squirm just a little bit because you're like, this is going to be difficult. Because even though it happened 10 years ago, or even though it happened all the way back at the beginning of 2021, it's still fresh. And I'm just not ready to face it. And then I would venture to say that there are others that have been wounded in the past and you just kind of buried it deep down in the bottom of your heart. And maybe you did this just so you could somewhat function on a normal daily basis. 
and you've just done an amazing job of just going along with the flow and then like everything's okay, right? And then something sparks that anger. Something sparks that bitterness inside of us. And you're, you're at a Christmas party with families this, this past Christmas season and something was said and somebody triggered you and you just went off and everybody was like, what happened? And afterwards you're like, where did that come from? Right? I'll give you an example of a few things that set me off. Well, one of the things that just gets to me is when I'm driving. Now, now I'm, not, I, I'm not the best driver, admittedly, but, but I try to do my best. Um, but one thing that just drives me crazy is when people are merging into one lane for road work, and if you like me, you kind of merge early, and, and then you wait to get past the wreck or past the work, and then there's always that one guy that speeds past everybody else that goes all the way up to the front and then stops and tries to merge in really quick. And you know what? If that's you, and, and you stop and try to merge in in front of me, I will not let you. I will not let you merge in front of me. Jesus probably would let you merge, but he's still working on me, and I will not, okay? But when people, when this happens, you know, when people get to me, and I know I should just let it go, I often think of this verse. Let me share this verse with you. It says this in Mark eleven twenty five: Forgive anyone you're holding a grudge against so that your Father in heaven will forgive you your sins too. Man, that is such a good verse. You know, I need to forgive. And maybe there's something inside of you today. You know, maybe there's a hurt that's fresh. It just happened in 2021. Or maybe there's a hurt that's still buried that happened a long time ago. But maybe God wants to deal with it. Maybe he wants to do a work on you so that you can have a redo in that relationship. And let me just say this. I know I gave a silly story about people merging lanes. You know, that's small potatoes. Truth is, I know that many of you have had something pretty devastating that's happened. That's way worse than getting upset with a rule breaker and you wish that you could do more to them than just honk your horn. And you might even come up to me and say, but preacher, you have no idea what they did. And you're probably pretty upset that I'm even, you know, bringing up the fact that you should forgive them. And you know what? You're right. I, I, I don't know what's happened to you. I don't know, don't know how hard it is for you. Someone may have gossiped about you and hurt you. They may have just straight up lied about you. Someone may have taken advantage of you in some way. Someone may have betrayed your innocence. You may have had someone that cheated on you or you had a parent that abandoned you. Or how about this one? Sometimes I think it's more difficult sometimes to forgive someone that's hurt a family member of yours. I mean, you could hurt me and I may get over that pretty easy because I, I just don't have to talk to you anymore, right? But if you hurt my kid, that's going to get a different reaction. Might even get a little shock and awe, might follow, right? But I've lived long enough and I've talked to enough people to say that, you know, I do know that there are a lot of tragic things that go on today. And I will tell you that I do know what it's like to be hurt. And I know what it's like to watch someone that you love be mistreated. And what I pray is that you'll let those hurts come to the surface of your heart and that we'll deal with them in a biblical way. What I want you to know is that what may feel impossible with man is, is very possible with God. If there's unforgiveness in your heart, I believe that the power of Christ alive in you can give you the ability to do something supernatural. And that's to forgive those that have hurt you. So let me start off with a few reasons why. 
Why is it so important that we forgive? Like, why is it so important to do so? Number one is because unforgiveness, it hurts me. It does. Unforgiveness hurts me. Let me share this verse that comes from Hebrews. Hebrews says, Watch out that no bitterness takes root among you, for as it springs up, it causes deep trouble. It hurts many in their spiritual lives. You see, what can happen is that when we live with this root of bitterness in our lives, it it can become like a cancer to the soul, and it just eats away at us, and it hurts our relationships with other people. And Scripture is very clear on this, but it also hurts our relationship with God. And the sad thing is, is sometimes we just learn to live with the bitterness that's rooted itself in our heart. We've learned to function in life with a grudge, and we've learned to carry it around with us because we haven't learned how to deal with it properly. You know, Scripture is very clear that we're supposed to live a life of love. And in 2 Corinthians 13, that love chapter, it tells us that love keeps no record of wrongs, right? But bitterness does. Bitterness has a list. And it just eats away at us. I love the quote that that goes, and you've heard this before, unforgiveness is like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. You know, why, why in the world would you want to go around holding a grudge that only hurts yourself? Some of us are getting buried underneath the weight of it all. I read a story a while back about two brothers that lived in a three story mansion in the 1800s in New York City. And one was an engineer and the other one was a lawyer. But when their family died, these two brothers retreated into their home. They locked the doors and they were barely seen again for 40 years. And then in 1947, someone reported a death in the home. It took seven policemen to break down the door because it was blocked with all kinds of junk that they'd accumulated over the years. And after several er hours of just digging through the junk, they found one of the brothers was underneath a chandelier. He was underneath a sawhorse and a Steinway piano and much more. All the stuff that he had kept and hoarded had collapsed on him. You know, who wants to live with all that junk? It's harmful. Who wants to hoard all that trash of the past and just get buried underneath it all? And yet we do. We hang on to resentment and unforgiveness and the weight of it. The weight of it just hurts us. If you want to have a redo in 2022 and have a better start to this year, a better you, forgiveness will help you accomplish that. Another reason why forgive, it's because I'll need to be forgiven. This is probably one of the most difficult passages of Scripture for us that we're going to deal with this morning. Let me read this to you. It comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 6, and it says this, Your heavenly Father will forgive you if you forgive those who sin against you. But if you refuse to forgive them, He will not forgive you. And you know what Jesus does? To really drive home this point, Jesus also told another story that dealt with a king and a servant. And in that story, the servant owed the king a ton of money, somewhere in the neighborhood of millions of dollars. So everyone listening to this, sir, this story is like, well, well, the servant's toast. I mean, there's no way he can ever repay this. No one ever could, right? It's impossible. But the king, the king just lets it go. He gets rid of all the debt. And he tells this guy, he's like, no harm, no foul. You're free. Holy smokes, this is like the best news ever for this man. But instead of being happy about it, you know what he does? The servant immediately leaves and he finds another guy that owes him a couple hundred bucks. 
and he demanded that guy pay him what he owes. So Jesus closes this story out this way. When the king hears what this guy did, hears his response. He says, shouldn't you have mercy on your fellow servant just as I had mercy on you? Then the angry king sent the man to prison to be tortured until he had paid his entire debt. You know what? And then Jesus brings it home. And he's like, you know what? In case you don't understand what I'm trying to say, he's like, in case you aren't picking up what I'm laying down, let me be very clear here. He says, that's what my heavenly father will do to you if you refuse to forgive your brothers and sisters from your heart. This is pretty direct. So you know what? Let's put ourselves in the story. How often would you say that you sin during the day against the king of kings? And let me just remind you that the definition of sin is to fall short, okay? So how many times during the day do we fall short of God's standard, okay? And with that definition in mind, okay, worry is falling short on faith. Impatience is falling short on kindness. Being critical is falling short on love. So, you know, when you put it in those terms, like how often do you come up short with God over your day? And then think about that over your lifetime. It's a lot, okay? And it's more than you can pay. So if that's the case, how do you plan to pay God for all that sin? Your payment's too much. You can't do it. And that's Jesus's point. Jesus, through his death and his resurrection, he takes all that away. And with that in mind, he wants us to remember to forgive others because we have been forgiven so much. And you know what? It's amazing to think sometimes that we refuse to forgive someone else, even though Jesus forgives us. So why forgive? It's because number one, it's bad for me. I don't need to be buried under all that weight. Number two, I, I need to be forgiven. I need to forgive others because God has forgiven me. So that's the why. Now what I want to do is let's move into the how. How do we do it? How is it done? Because there are some of you online today that you're, you're like, I, I know I should, but to be honest, I just don't know how to do it. Like, how, how do I forgive someone who has hurt me so much? So let's talk about that. How to forgive and how to have a redo in those relationships. Number one, let me just give you two points to think about. Number one, pray for those that have hurt you. Start with prayer. Pray for them. And I'm not, I'm not talking about the fact that we pray that they might get stuck in traffic every time they're on Veterans Avenue. That's not what I'm talking about. God, please let them get a flat tire on their way to work. That's not what I'm talking about, okay? No. We pray like Jesus did on the cross, okay? When the people were mocking and torturing him, that's when Jesus looked up to heaven and he prayed, Father, forgive them. How crazy is that? What, what an amazing example, right? What's interesting is that he prayed for them in the middle of all the hurt. And that's such a powerful example that, that, that he backed up in his teaching. Let, let me show you Matthew 5, 43 through 44. Jesus said this. He says, you have heard it said, love your neighbor and hate your enemies. In other words, Jesus is like, I know this is a popular teaching. Everybody's heard this before. Everyone agrees with this. Revenge is good. Eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. But then he shocks everybody. And he says this, but I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who hurt you. Pray for them. You know what? And even though we hear this, chances are it sounds good, but it's so hard to do and you probably don't feel like it, right? You may not want to do it, but let me tell you this. I believe that the right actions will trigger the right feelings. Okay. If you wait for the desire 
to forgive someone, you may be waiting a long time. You may never actually want to do it. But if you start praying, if you start acting closer to them, if you start acting that, if you start praying to God on behalf of them, that feeling of wanting to forgive may often follow that right action. And again, I don't want to minimize your pain, but if you're willing to start there, I believe that God can do a work in your heart. And then the second thing of how to forgive and how to have a redo in relationships is we got to remember to forgive as you have been forgiven. And this kind of goes back to the why we just talked about. We forgive others the same way that Christ forgave us. How do we forgive others? Same way Jesus forgave us. He forgave us completely and He forgives us constantly. I like the way Colossians 3.13, and we'll close it out with this verse. It says this, put up with each other. I like how this translation starts this verse because honestly, sometimes we do. We got to put up with each other, don't we? In other words, it may not be easy. It may not always be clean. It may even be a little messy. And there may be some pain, but hang in there. Put up with each other. And he says, and forgive anyone who does you wrong. Okay, so again, I know I'm supposed to forgive, but how? Here it is. Here's what Paul says. He says, just as Christ has forgiven you. Christ forgave you completely. And we should, that should be our desire to forgive others the same way. Now, I say that knowing that there are some devastating circumstances that we have been through. And here's what I'd say with that. You can learn to forgive and not accept the behavior. Okay, you, you can. You can separate yourself from a terrible situation and still learn to forgive from a distance. But the main principle is this. The forgiven forgive others. That, that's what we do. I'm forgiven by Christ. I don't deserve His grace. And because I belong to Him, I offer the same forgiveness that's been given to me. So as we close our time this morning, my prayer is that if you're being held to this bondage and bitterness, my prayer is that the Spirit of God would touch your heart and that God would do a miracle, that there would be a healing, maybe even a redo in some of those relationships. Because forgiveness is the foundation of the gospel message through Jesus Christ. Let's pray. And as we enter into our time of prayer today, let me just acknowledge, some of you are thinking that there is this hurt that's just at the top of your heart. And there is this wound. And you're thinking to yourself, this is really tough. Others of you, maybe you've pushed a hurt down to the bottom of your heart. And you may not want to just forgive just yet, but you're beginning to realize that the right thing to do is to give forgiveness. And maybe there are some of you today in this moment, you're going to choose to forgive and there will be healing. Some of you, it may take a few more days. It may take a week. But you're getting to a place where you want God to heal your heart. Let's all pray together. God, I, I just pray for the power and the presence of your spirit in our lives. God, I pray that you would do a work on us. I pray for healing in our relationships. God, I pray for the relationships that are struggling and will fail without your help and forgiveness. God, I pray for these relationships to be restored and healed. 
I pray for the parents and children who are strained. I pray for the friendships. I pray for the relationships between brothers and sisters and church family members. God, I just pray that your spirit would have his way in our hearts, that you would move in us and give us the ability to forgive. And God, also, I praise you in advance for what you're going to do and how you're going to restore us and how you're going to give us a chance for redo in some of these relationships. And God, as we go throughout our day, give us the power to let go of that bitterness that just weighs us down and let us grab hold of the freedom that comes through forgiving others. And we thank you for the forgiveness that you've offered to us. Help us to give that to others. It's in Jesus' name we pray all these things. Amen.